0: Welcome, welcome, welcome! You are here with your host, that is me. I'm Mr. Budget Pedal Chap, and you are also here with your other host, that is Lee. Possibly, no, the wrong way. That way, Lee's that way. And <laughs> your arm's missing. That. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> I can't work this. Can't work this camera thing. Um, yeah. So w- this is uh, Fretzorg Podcast number 165 and live. Number something. <laughs> uh, I, I've, I've completely lost track of, he, of how many we've done of these now. How are you doing, man? How are you? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Um, busy, busy, busy. How about yourself?
1: Yeah, I, I've been ups and downs this week. I've not been very well, but it has been shit tons going on. So, um, yeah, we're going to get into that in a minute. But... Um... Yeah, I've been a bit down in the dumps, but then again, so are a lot of people, so I shouldn't complain. How
0: are uh what have you been up to? Uh I've I've done a fair bit, a fair bit. So, I mean, if we work work our way kind of backwards uh from from now, uh on Friday I released uh, another episode in the No Talk All Tone series, um Ooh. which is ongoing and lovely. Um but this this week was brought to you by uh my mum's loft. Because um, in storage I had just some some old pedals uh and I unearthed some Berringers. Um so we uh we, we got to try um the so it's the Beringer vintage overdrive, which is I am told um TS nine inspired. Oh well, yeah, it would be. Yeah, it makes sense, doesn't it? Well, there's another one as well. So this one's in a weird kind of lilac case, whereas the other one, the uh, the To three hundred is like the vintage tube overdrive. That's so the uh, eight hundred eight, which is the eight hundred eight. Yeah, yeah, but that's in a green con- uh, container enclosure. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'm going to call the Behringer ones containers because they're not they're not enclosures. <laughs> Not, no, did,
1: did I mention last time I picked up a Behringer pedal recently? I've got the um, the SF, the S- didn't you?
0: SF three hundred. Yeah, yeah, you, you. I think you mentioned that. Have you actually plugged it in yet?
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's an interesting one. Um, in that it's so crap that it's got extra features in it that are good. So the the switching on it is so terrible that you can put two two of the fuzz circuits on at the same time. But oh. when you
0: do, it's really it's really, really good. Oh, I feel you've mentioned this on a cast before. I think, yeah. I think we might be groundhog daying. Cool. There's tons to talk around
1: about, so never mind my my Behringers. How are your Behringers? I you've got to tell everyone your story about your um your metal zone Behringer copy because it's one of
0: the funniest things
1: I've ever heard.
0: Yeah, so I mean, with with both of these pedals, actually, what I've done with them, I've taken them apart. Um, so the the, um, the vintage overdrive one, the, sorry, the tube overdrive one, I I, I took apart before I uh, before I did the no talk all tone, uh, and it worked perfectly fine. The ultra metal, I didn't do that. When I plugged it in, it sounded like the um, the. The circuit was engaged even when the the pedal was switched off, uh, so it had you had basically like metal zone, and then more metal zone because when you engage it, it completely kills the clean signal. Um, but yeah, it was a metal zone that you couldn't turn off. So it's which, just it's so metal. <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, literally this morning, I thought, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this one apart and and kind of. Clear off the dust and see if there's anything, uh, anything in it which kind of strikes me as being uh, faulty. And there, there wasn't anything. Uh, and my, my son actually helped me out taking it apart as well. So that was really cool. Didn't uh, really? He did. Yeah. We was like, because it, it's like unscrewing bolts essentially. Um, so he he helped me take that apart today, and then we troubleshooted, trouble shot, trouble shots. Yeah. yeah. Shoot um, that trouble. Yeah, so I basically, I plugged it in with the circuit completely out of the enclosure, um, and it was working. So basically all it needed was just a little kind of internal dusting. Um, but yeah, it, I got it working. And actually, for the amount of shit that the Metal Zone gets, it's a pretty decent drive.
1: I've been saying this for ages and ages and ages, and, you know... <sighs> How can something that's so versatile be rubbish? It can't. There's got to be some good tones in there. And there are. There is some yeah, really good, I,
0: good stuff in I think in there. the reason for uh, it is because if you do max out the gain, as well, it's very it? hard to control. Are you still um, there? Or have I lost you? Look, like, even with the powerful EQ.
1: Oh, you're back. You're back. There you are.
0: You froze, man. Did I? Um, yeah, not not for the podcast listeners. I think. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, like even with the um, like the, the powerful EQ, if you crank the gain full, you're gonna have a bad time. Um, the, the you need to be a bit more subtle with it. And I know that's it's really strange saying, or oh, it's the metal zone. Why can't you just crank everything?
1: But you wouldn't do that on a tube screen, would you? If you turned everything up to five o'clock it's gonna sound shit. Yeah. But they do it on a, pe- a pedal with like a massive EQ and they expect it to sound good.
0: Yeah, so I mean yeah. what what I found is kind of the gain halfway or below um is kind of the, the sweet spot for the game because you're getting you're getting more than enough gain on, on tap there anyway. Um it's quite a compressed metal tone um which it's not everyone's cup of tea. I mean, it's not my my personal bag, um, but it kind of harks back to when I was a younger player and played higher gain. Um, and if you really like, if you really dial that game back, you can get you can get a a passable like bluesy crunch tone, which mm. was something I weren't expecting because people just say that there's there's so much gain on tap with the metal zone that you you just you you can't really get anything but metal out of it.
1: One of the nice things I found about the new one, the Weatzercraft one, is it cleans up really nice. Yeah. Customer. Which is um <laughs> was a bit of a surprise. So if you're using it at lower gains, not low gain, but lower yeah, gain lower. The metal zone. Um yeah, you've just got an unbelievably good pedal. It really is um, I need yeah. to put that back on the board. It is
0: really good. Wasn't the 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 custom mode on the Waza like meant for people who use it as a preamp? No, was it not? It sounds more like it does when it's used
1: as a preamp, mm. um, but uh, not. It's still got the gain in it. I want to give a shout out to um, Roll. Um, who said, hey, Lee, have a good one, man. Well, I will, sir. With you here, we all will. And we want to give a shout-out to everyone else watching, uh, Mark Svis, I can never say your name, Mark. Mark of Svi Sounds, um, who made my little phaser. Do you remember my little tiny optical phaser? It's on, it's on my board, so I can't show you it now. But, uh, yeah, speed Sounds made that. It's awesome. Awesome little pedal. Lovely. So, yeah give us a shout out if, you, if you're if you watching and say hi and ask any questions because we've got some cool stuff on the news coming up um right okay uh my my thing from um from bright onion pedals arrived my uh loop extender okay yeah yeah. and I, I, <laughs> a bit like yourself i had my um daughter with me because i was gonna do it with her and, and rebuild the board with her and just like get her excited with playing and, and um I looked at my board and thought, where am I going to put this? So I've had. All, all I ended up doing was just taking pictures of my board and um, taking them indoors to kind of like plan how I'm going to do it. Because it's uh, it's a bit mental. It's, it's not like it's just adding four normal extra loops to your ES8 because you can't switch the order of them.
0: Yeah. So you so have you to f- make sure that it's. It's in the intended kind of um, chain. Yeah, you've got three options. You can have it pre the switcher. Yeah.
1: You can have it in one of the loops of the switcher, and then you have got more control of it because you can move the four loops. Yeah, the block. Exactly. Or you can have it post. And that's what I've got to make my mind up of
0: yeah I was listening back to the uh, the podcast we we did when we were talking about this actually um and I was thinking like about that dilemma I was thinking if I were to use that I'd probably use it for just the gain section and having it like right at the start it's something
1: I've thought of as well uh because I've got my fuzzes and um my overdrives in two different loops, yeah. and I've reduced the number of overdrives and fuzzes down that I'm using quite considerably because I found ones that I'm really liking at the moment. where I have got another overdrive on the way, um, so I'm um, I'm thinking I might do that. that. That is one one thing I'm considering. Uh, yeah, so it might free up a loop. By doing it that way as well, so yeah, it, it's an idea. But then you start thinking, ah, oh, but I've got to then reordered the a whole board, and it just
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and there then were like, one are certain got one on top certain drives that sound better after like certain modulations, and yeah, you know, oh okay, mm.
1: yeah. So yeah, there's a lot to think of, and also because it's not stereo, um, putting it after the board is complicated because the last two loops on the ESA are stereo, so that's where my stereo
0: signal starts. Yeah, um, that that's almost kind of excluding it from that that place, isn't it? Because yeah, unless it, you'd I have, have to bounce down on. to mon- yeah mono, or if you have it right at the end, maybe splitting it into like. Two stereo paths rather than four individual paths,
1: however most of the pedals after the uh, after the end of the ESA are MIDI pedals and I've done it that way because I can just switch them off with MIDI as well okay. most of them have true bypass on them as well so um, they have like an analog through so that means when I switch them off the pe- you know it's just like it's just like it's going through a bit of cable because it's got the analog drive through like on the DD500 and these sort of things so you don't even hear the effect of it so um, yeah that, that's kind of where what I'm thinking um, it's either going to be at the beginning so mm-hmm. it's controlling my um, maybe I can control my drives and that sort of thing because they're going at the beginning anyway and have it going in I do want to be able to put my drives after some things Okay. To get some cool effects going on. So I've got the Terraform, which will do most things, and then I can chuck that beforehand. And I may be getting one of the pedals we're going to be talking about today, and I might chuck that into one of the loops as well. Ooh,
0: you saucy little devil giving us a little tease. Yeah.
1: Have you done anything else?
0: Uh, I have. Uh, Let me look. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, right, so yeah, I mean, I've done that. Oh, that's not even close to that. <laughs> I didn't check what page I was that, and it said Birmingham Guitar Show. Definitely haven't done that last week. <laughs> that's
1: a year ago.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so yeah, I, t- I talked about the beverages stuff. Um, I've kind of teased on my my Instagram that there'll be a new uh, a new video series coming out soon, and I want to give that a shout. Which is uh, it's coming tomorrow. At, I think it's eight o'clock. It premieres. And it's actually a premiere, so I will be I'll be online taking questions and uh, answering responses for that one there. Um, and it is a series called The Pickpocket. Okay,
1: it's, what I want is give him a brief description of what it what it is. Go on.
0: It's so it's about uh, like a being uh, plectrums from um, from more boutique kind of uh, companies Uh, and I'm using the the Jazz 3 as almost my clean tone because everyone knows what a Jazz 3 sounds like everyone can wrap their head around what they'd expect from that yeah that exact one Um, so I'm using that almost like the clean tone and then um, a being it against one one pick so a bit like uh, no talk or time but for picks uh, <laughs> yeah. And
1: and it's really interesting because it, it makes a little tiny bit of plastic makes a huge huge
0: difference. Oh yeah yeah. Like an, anything that's in the uh in the signal path makes a difference. Um be it like down to cabling down to power uh all of the all of this stuff but like the the actual the initial uh vibrational energy that comes uh, through the string is uh, like the conduit for it is is the plexus,
1: and it's not even like it's a subtle thing. It's not even, it's not like it's just a little bit hard to hear, and
0: you're thinking, "Oh, does it really?"
1: It makes a huge difference.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and down to feeling as well. Um mm-hmm. The one that I'm I'm doing this week is an absolute chunker of a, uh, a pick. It's like eight mil thick, Um and you you'd think like the the uh the drawbacks of that would be that it's really difficult to use but it actually um because it's like it it tapers down to a point you don't necessarily feel the thickness but it's the the vibrational energy like the the additional mass that's behind your pick you don't have to pick as hard to get the dynamic range which is absolutely sound for me cuz I'm I'm a pretty light picker as is
1: <laughs> so I, I I've been trying to get our friend Budget Pedal Chap to not call it pickpocket. I've been trying to get him to call it pick pick, as in dick pick. But he's um,
0: utterly refusing, aren't you? Uh, yes, definitely, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> like to be fair, the, the the idea behind this video series came from the fact that I came up with a name, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: What better reason?
0: Oh man, that's it. Love yeah. it.
1: So uh, we um, we we had uh, the terraform video go live this week, didn't we? Yes. Oh yes, yeah, uh, Mikey's one. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know he's selling that now? Is he? Yeah. 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 Put it up for sale today. Must be to um, to fund the uh, the night sky, which we'll be coming to in a minute. Yeah. Um, because he was like, as soon as we started getting glimpses of that, we started seeing some. Um, it leaked a little bit because um, it was dirty. <laughs> it leaked a little bit, so we um, we we've been talking about it. And his first reaction was,
0: "Ah, oh, what am I going to sell?"
1: Um. <laughs> it looks like the wampler was the first thing on the chopping board.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he's he's been getting some really cool tones out of that as well. So I mean, the one the um sorry the Stryman must really be doing something for him mate that that pedal is it's
1: going to create new sounds it's not a case of oh look here we go we're going to we're going to try and give you all your classic sounds in one one pocket one pocket one pedal um what they've done is they've kind of like said like here's a load of control over reverbs that you wouldn't normally have go and make some more sounds and it's going to i know it gets associated with all the church bullshit and all that but uh, (laughs) it it does it's like Strymon can't do anything without people going no church
0: paypal and all this sort of stuff the old p-dubs yeah look they make good stuff they really do I mean the the reason they do get lumped in with the the praise and worship scene is because they're um shimmer well, the, yeah, the, the the pedals that they've done have got that specific sound for, uh, for like, high-fidelity praise and worship tones. So yeah. if it does it, it does it.
1: Yeah. I, I know people who don't go near that who get a load of love out of them. So it's, um, it works for everyone. And, you know, I, th- I think some churches fund... Uh, certain stuff as well, and they they're like, look, if you're going to get it, you're going to get the best. So look, here have this.
0: Um, not to say that Strymon is the best, but it's good. It's definitely high high fidelity and and like studio quality sounds. So
1: mm. I, I I rate the DD five hundred over the timeline all day long. Um, it's so much more um, customizable. You can make your own delays on there and. In, in a way that the timeline can't even come close to
0: yeah yeah but i mean if if you had a package that does 10 things and you only need two things to happen and the timeline does those two things and does those two things exceptionally well exactly it makes yeah. no sense to be going elsewhere i mean for someone who's not only only looking to do that one thing then then yeah absolutely yeah um yeah, totally
1: and the start, uh, the the timeline sounds amazing Really does sounds really really good, but anything the timeline does, the DD five hundred can do just as well.
0: And I mean, you you still see like um, second hand uh, Strym and stuff from from ages ages gone. Ten still, years now, I think. Yeah, and all of that still keeps its value, which yeah. is a testament to the the quality of the uh, of the sounds in the pedal and. the the quality of the pedal itself, that they're lasting that long. There's real desirability about their gear. There really is. is, There's a bit
1: of a... I suppose it it could be a little bit of corksniffing, but I don't think it's so much that when you consider how good they sound.
0: Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't have gained so much popularity if it was just corksniffing. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know, actually. Think about the Clon. There's a million pedals that do
1: what the clone does, but people still want the clone. I still want a clone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, um, it, it is. I don't know. It's the world we live in, isn't it? That uh, in our little collective and our community, it's a bit crazy. Yeah. Bit crazy. Uh, so, should we talk about it because we've mentioned it?
0: Do you want to uh, like subtly segue onto some news? Yeah. No, that nice. was very alliterative of me.
1: <laughs> Subtly segue into some
0: some sexy,
1: sexy underwear. Um. S-
0: <laughs> okay, right. 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 So let's talk about the night sky then. Um, what What is it about? I mean, I've only. I mean, me and Matt tomorrow. <laughs> had Matt predict- and I. indeed. Matt, <laughs> the Matt and I that you'll go to see tomorrow. Uh, involves both me and Matt talking about the uh, what we think the night sky will be Um, but since then I've done absolutely no research about it so uh,
1: tell me, uh, summarise what you think it's going to be and I'll I'll tick the boxes
0: well what I thought it would be would be like a a reverb with kind of sequencer um, elements so kind of EDM style um sound's coming from it
1: yeah yeah um yeah, i suppose you could use it in the edm sort of thing there's there's more to it than that though um it's definitely got the sequencer side of things built into it and it's got the reverb but what they've done is they've uh, they've allowed you to modulate the front and the end of the reverb and you've got three different types of reverb and when i say three different types of reverb what's really interesting about that is it's not like you've got spring hall and plates or anything along those lines although one of them does sound a bit like a plate yeah. they're diff they're, they're different sort of ambient sounds so you've got one that's a okay. little bit lower fi if you like and it kind of a bit broken up yeah. then you've got one that's um, more like a dense if you heard it it sounds more like a food if you like, um,
0: okay, then, like a sub kind of reverb.
1: If you like, yeah, it just sounds more. It's almost like a fog that's thicker.
0: <laughs> it's really. <laughs> it's kind of how I see it. Audio fog.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's 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 what we should rename the uh, podcast. <laughs> and um, then we've got like a, a very open one uh, what's it called the third one is called diffuse do you see what I mean when it's called diffuse it kind of sounds a bit a bit more obvious so in the three different types <laughs> of uh, Reno, okay. sorry man okay but what's really cool about those is you can quantize this is really cool you can quantize how it decays mm. okay. Right. okay so it can just be smooth it can be stepped so it can go like ch 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 Almost like a delay. Yeah, yeah. Or no. it can do that to a scale. So go. I know it's mad. So it could it can do it to a scale as well. And I, I, on one of their videos, I watched like I don't know about ten different videos on this just to try and understand it. And I'm still only scratching the surface. And I think people will be for years with this. I think no, I don't think people ever get to the full amount of capability this thing has so you can you can there's a weird noise coming from my belly (laughs) you can change how it decays in terms of how you've got those bits i'm talking about the quantization but then you can add modulation to the front or the back of it okay Uh, the, the modulation um let me just look you you've got reverb modulation you've got pitch modulation then you've got filter modulation yeah you've also got a different tone which is a filter as well on over like an overall tone which is um a high cut and a low cut and that's done on a filter yeah as opposed to just like a um just a, a treble and a bass it's it's done on like a full filter uh then you've got the voicing on it so the voicing on it is the shimmer,
0: okay? Yeah,
1: yeah, and you've also got the uh glimmer,
0: which is just overtones, <laughs> shimmer and glimmer.
1: I know it's um, reminds me of um, She that I watch with my daughter. <laughs> it, it's really, I just saw your comment. Anyone else confused about the night sky? <laughs> <laughs> It is. It is very confusing. It does all these things, but each one of the sequencer steps, you set up using all of this control. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So you set all that up, you set that to sequencer step one, then you set sequencer step two, and so on and so forth, and you can control it, and then you can press play,
0: and it will play through it. Look, I am completely lost. It I know from how you've described like the parts of it, this is it's not something for me. This, Um
1: <laughs> yeah. But it, it did, I, I, I know what you mean.
0: It did get me thinking, like when, uh, when when the Edge found like multi, uh, multi head delay and and the kind of ping ponging thing, it sparked almost like a whole new uh genre of guitar almost. Yeah. Uh, so I'm wondering if this gets picked up by the next edge, the new Edge, the Edge Pro. It's <laughs> an <So the> Ibanez <laughs> <you let> free. <laughs> a, it's an Ibanez tremolo system. That is the Edge Pro. Uh so if it gets picked up by the next that like that next excited young guitarist who wants to make crazy sounds, wants to really push the boundaries of what guitar can do, then it, it could be like a really, uh, really pivotal piece of uh, equipment.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's going to be. I, I, I Whether it's going to be picked up by like the next Slash or whatever, I don't know. But um, I know that there's going to be some amazing music Made on this whether we
0: get to hear that or not i suppose spotify will <laughs> control that for us when it but, well um, i mean you you're saying that mikey's got his eye on one I, oh god i i mean he's he's managed to get some absolutely crazy stuff out of the the equipment he's got at the moment so um it i i'm so looking talented. forward well yeah and he <laughs> like i'm saying this is this piece of equipment is completely not for me but it's definitely, definitely for him. Like he's the kind of guy who will who will take that sound and really get excited about like, the possibilities of it. And if
1: if I was on a recording um bin and I was just um you know, it was just a case of like, okay, I've got a month or two months that so I'm just gonna be making music. Definitely get a hold of one. Definitely, because I you know, there would be four songs come out of it. You know, really good songs, probably. It's absolutely amazing. I, I'm of the same frame of mind of you. I, I won't be getting one because it's way beyond what I need. And what we'll talk about in a minute is what I need. But um, when I hear what what they've done with it, just in the few videos of the, like, the month they might have had it, I'm like, I do want to do that? <laughs> I just know if I had it, I wouldn't.
0: Yeah, it requires time and, and dedication, doesn't it, to to really learn what it can do. Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, no, I ain't that guy. I could tell you that.
1: Mr Budget Pedal Chap. Hello, that's me. Sh- can we give our Patreons a shout out?
0: We can do. It's a bit of a strange place to do it, but I know that I you've know. worked hard on this this scrolling title, so why not? Go Ooh, on.
1: I, should I put uh, the background music on as well?
0: <laughs> uh, it's not going to come through on the uh, on the podcast, so do do what you please. Um, but so all, all those people in the uh, in the comments give Lee a round of applause at the moment because it took him took him quite a while to make this. Yeah, about like three minutes. <laughs>
1: there we go. The names are scrolling. Quick, 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 quick. There
0: we go. So we've got Adam Yeomans. We've got Andrew Bimpson, We've got Doug Christ. We've got Joe Richardson. We've got a huge erection. Uh, Maybe we do. We've got Ben Fletcher and we've got Brian Goer. That was really easy. I didn't even need to look at my book. So, (laughs) I like that. We'll keep that. My music off. (laughs) There you go. Those are our uh, Patreon backers and those are the people who are keeping these two lights turned on. Uh, Do you
1: know what I didn't do? I didn't bring
0: that up when we were talking about it. That would have made my life easier. It would have, yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's it's gone past the point now, Lee. So it's you know,
1: uh, for the listener, that is uh, the image of the night sky. So it is Bye. okay. Right. So um, the next one. Um, this is uh, a black coal in that it
0: is actually called the Black Hole. And the Eventide Black Hole. Right, this is something that I've not heard anything about. Um, I've not heard anything. Oh, eventide, I oh, barely... I oh, know that they did the, H- the H9. Couldn't tell you what the H9 does. Um Okay, so let's cover that first then. So this is the H9. Um <laughs> Here's one I made earlier.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we've got an image up of the H9 listener. And... um the H9 is a multi-effects, okay? It's pretty simple. It is um, a, a small, very square pedal. And it's got two buttons on it. And then you've got a central controller, which turns which is rotary. And you can push that in as well. Then you've got just a few switches across the top. Basically, you control this with your phone or you program it with algorithms. If you get the basic version, which is the core version, it has a few algorithms on it. And then you have to go to Eventide and buy a bunch. And you buy the ones you want. So if you want, like you said earlier, if you want specific um only a, a few specific algorithms, that's what you do. You go and buy the core version. The core version is three hundred and fifty six pounds. And then you buy <laughs> and that's your a few entry extras.
0: price, fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> but what happened he... to guitar?
1: <laughs> here's the thing here's the thing right Eventide were making rack mounted gear for pro audio yeah. for a long time they they are one of the top companies I think they're based over in like Silicon Valley you know they're that, so, that, that type of company
0: okay they're like they're Guitar really... Google yeah yeah it looks like a bloody Apple product doesn't it <laughs> it's got that like kind of clean clean aesthetic hasn't it
1: Yeah, Uh, and it is good. Um, I I know a lot of people who have these. People have multiples of these. One of the downsides of the H9 is you can only have one algorithm running at the same time. So this can do almost anything.
0: But it can only do it once. Like you can only have one thing. Yeah, at a time. Okay. Um, That's why people buy multiples of them, isn't it?
1: Yep, absolutely. So it's not unusual to see two H9s next to each other. All right, Tom Jones.
0: (laughs) <laughs> right so yeah. yeah so the black hole is can i uh, just say it's y- you're my pretty cat <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa 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 tiger <laughs> okay i no. mean say, saying that weirdly weirdly i've <laughs> i've been putting um um delilah on my uh <laughs> on on youtube uh every so often in the past couple of weeks not a clue why i've just had it in my head It just
1: reminded me of my friend's band. um, We lost him a few years ago. It's a real shame because he's the best guitarist I've ever met. Absolutely fantastic. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be playing guitar now. Um, But his band used to play Delilah. And um, it was like a rock version. And it was just like, it felt like
0: it should be on a stage show. It was just absolutely amazing. It's quite a theatric song. It's It's, it's legitimately good music, uh, but I I don't know how much street cred I can get for, say, like, admitting live on the internet that I've been actively listening to Tom Jones. Um, he's an absolute vocal powerhouse, though. He's He's got such a voice. So strong.
1: Patrick Floors, uh, who is someone who works over at eventide said nope they are located in nj what where's nj what state is that forgive mm. my ignorance patrick is it a
0: state nj yeah new jersey new jersey ah that's not a state then is it it, it right. might be might be new jersey it's not najada or oh. <laughs> anyone I can think of that begins with an N
1: <laughs> okay uh, I'm, or like I'm sure North
0: uh, North Carolina and you've got North Dakota as well haven't you and it's neither of those North Dakota yeah they, yeah Jaca- Jakarta's oh, in uh, uh, oh it's like Thailand yeah. or something
1: Patrick said you got it right New Jersey well hey I,
0: I know geography
1: song, Dakota is a good song that is an
0: awesome song oh dear no, I'm not anyway, not, a, not a fan of the uh the, the stereophonics. You are not? No. Uh
1: okay. Uh Patrick, if I get anything wrong on this, do correct me, man. Uh, do y- jump yes. in, let please us do. Please do. So, yeah. So this is um this is what we were talking about the H9 and it has lots of algorithms in it. One of the most popular algorithms on there was the black hole. Uh which uh. is not just been on the h9 it's been on lots of their rack mounted stuff from way back when it's been on pretty much from what i gather all of their big releases of multi-effects and reverbs and these sort of things have had the um the black hole algorithm and what they've done is they've people want it so they've said okay look, let's stick it into a pedal on its own and see what happens and that's what they've done so that's where this bad boy comes into it
0: okay And so the Black Hole is reverb? It is, but it's not like,
1: uh, again, very much like the Strymon. It's not like a spring reverb or anything like that. It's an ambient sounding reverb. Uh, And that suits me to a T because that's why I really, really want to get one of these because they um, don't want... I've got spring reverb. You know, I've got it on my amps. What I want is something that sounds... Ethereal if you like uh, Ethereal yeah. sorry No it is ethereal Ethereal <laughs> right yeah. Um Something that just sounds Like you're in space
0: And you know You're going on a pedal With a black hole You're yeah, Pretty
1: much going to be Bang on aren't they
0: You'd think so yeah I mean I do I do apologise For my ignorance Of, of Eventide Because Like Yeah Sure oh, it's, um, it's,
1: it's it's almost good That you did us Because then they can Fill in the blank Sort of thing are not they? There's going to be yeah. other people
0: wondering as well. What a faux pas, though, chap from from Eventide in the in the chat. <laughs> like, yeah, never heard of them,
1: <laughs> mate. You are known as the budget pedal chap. If there's something
0: that Eventide
1: aren't, it's budget pedals.
0: Yeah, no, true. Thanks so, for I saved my I saved my bacon.
1: <laughs> so look, the max version of the H9, uh, so that's the fully loaded H9, comes in at six hundred and twenty-four pounds. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's definitely not budget pedal friendly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, this is two hundred and seventy nine pounds. Okay, okay. So this makes sense. Uh, yeah. So if we're talking what we got in the market, which is kind of similar. So you you've got the um, the big sky,
1: big sky. But I would say more along lines of blue sky. The blue sky is around the same sort of size as this. Mm-hmm. Uh, very different sounding, though. Very, very different sounding.
0: Okay, what well, what what's out there that gets this uh, kind of ethereal, um, spacey, sci-fi verb?
1: If you want... Well, the night sky we spoke about earlier, which is 429 euros... Uh, sorry, not euros, uh, dollars... Um, so, it's quite a lot more expensive than this, but it does have the sequencer and that sort of thing. That's yeah. going to be in the same sort of ballpark. Then okay. you're going to be looking at things such as the Strymon Big Sky and the um, RV500 from Boss. And then, of course, you've got Strymon's own multi effects. So, they're called like the Time Factor and the. I forget what their reverb's called. Do fill me in, Patrick, if you, if you feel so um, that you want to. Um, so that that's the thing, though. Eventide came out with these multi-effects, single-effect type pedals like the DD500 and that before oh. anyone else. They were the first ones to do it, what, as far what, as I'm aware,
0: anyway. What does a DD500 set you back these days?
1: Uh, uh, for a reverb, you want the RV500. Sorry,
0: yeah, sorry, yeah.
1: And the RV500, I'll
0: Google that now is around £300. Okay, so, I mean, we're still talking quite comparable, aren't we?
1: Yeah,
0: absolutely. The RV500 will do more. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. You could probably get these tones
1: from an RV500 because it is very customizable, but you need to know what you're doing. Yeah. This gives you the benefit.
0: Yeah, it's pre-packaged, and it's set to that specific tone for you. So if exactly. You, if you know you like this, you know this is what you're after. Like yeah. you said, it's the kind of reverb that you want to be uh, want to be working with because you've got spring reverbs in your in your amps, or you've got like a, a decent digital room reverb that's built in. Um, yeah. Whereas you're not going to get a a built in space verb.
1: So, uh, um, Patrick said their big box reverb is called Space. Of course, it is. Uh, so it's just the space reverb um but uh here's a really funny thing i was watching um pete fawn's video on this right and he mm-hmm. uses the algorithm that you see here uh, that is the black hole algorithm on h9 and he said when he's working for people and he's helping them write songs and these sort of things sometimes he just hits the black hole algorithm on and they're like oh, you're a genius yes okay and he said it's a money maker you just turn it on and <laughs> bang you make money
0: there you go. I'll have to. I'll have to try that. <laughs> yeah. There's one I mean, thing I think that there's I'm something doing. Something in it. the skills that uh, Pete Thorne has, though, isn't there? Yeah. If if Pete Thorne turns it on, it's money. If I turn it on, it's so, monkey. Yes. Yeah. Definitely ain't money, but Should no, you have a monkey. I'll um. I'll have to. No, the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Yeah. I'll have. I'll have to check it out because. Like I say, I've been I've been really busy this week, like doing kind of behind the scenes stuff. I mean, I've been doing uh, a little something, something, something for um for pedalboard of doom. Which, if if we uh if the planets align, we might even get it out by this Wednesday. I'm really looking forward to this, man. I should be on it, but I'm not because I'm
1: ridiculously busy. <laughs> it's all right, man. I nailed it. It's it's all good. You got it, man. You got it sorted. <laughs> right. Okay. So, um, could give you a few little bits on this. You've got a freeze mode, freeze function, which you've also got a similar sort of thing on the night sky as well. I should have mentioned that. So you've got this freeze okay. function, and that will hold it, and it will act like a pad, and that's yeah. really really nice for getting those sort of tones. You've got five presets off the off the bat. And Mm -hmm. if you use it through MIDI, I believe you've got 128. I'm not sure how you connect the MIDI because there's not a standard MIDI in. I'm assuming you do that through one of the stereo jacks or something along those lines. Um, It's not been completely clear. I've not been able to find that information. But to be fair, I've only looked at videos, so I haven't read anything on it. Um, Readings for nerds. You what, sorry?
0: It says readings for nerds.
1: Yes, yes. Um you've got secondary functions to all the controls. You've got six control- controls on there, very much like the Meris pedals and, and so yeah, on yeah. and so forth. So that's the re-
0: kind of the grey underneath, like that's what that's, that's for. That's it. Lovely. Yeah. See, I'm getting the hang of this.
1: Yeah, it, it, I tell you what, man, it, every time I listen to it and I said this on our, our news video as well. Every time I've I've every video I watched on this, I was just like,
0: Jesus, that's good. Yeah, blown away by it. Yeah. Really, really,
1: really nice sounding. Um, so yeah. I, I've always out, been then. of the mind that you want lots of different reverb types, but then I was like, hang on, no, no, this is all you need. MIDI via TRS. Into what though? Is that into uh the stereo jacks? Or is there a, a separate jack for MIDI? Anyway. Yep, yeah, so that that's uh that's on there. Um I I think what Eventide have done here is they've listened to the audience and they've gone in and done what people have been asking.
0: If you listen to the audience, you'll hear "Play Free Bird." <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, you you, you are correct. They've um, it seems like they've they've identified that there is a like a little gap in the market for this specific sound. Um, yeah, go for it. Pete Fawn says it's the money maker. I'm inclined to believe him.
1: Yeah, I am very tempted by one of these one day. I think I might get one.
0: That's the H9. Yeah, sorry, sorry, listener. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. Uh, well, so we got. Oh, oh, we've got a pretty another big thing uh, yeah Yep. We have. Um,
1: the white oh, antares. The, sorry, Patrick just said. Yeah, it's via the expression. Pe- uh, expression Jack. Okay, so that's cool. So you do TRS via the Expression Jack, and that gives you um, your MIDI. Woo-woo. that's cool. Okay, um, so yes, the next big
0: thing we have is the Tate Effects. <laughs> no, this this is pretty cool. Um, it is hundred units sold from a, a like a, a boutique UK manufacturer. That is pretty awesome. It's yeah. the first one to, uh, like the first one of his lineups uh, to to crest that number. So that's a massive, massive well done to Stuart. and the white antares looks fantastic. Yeah,
1: and uh, I was unsure how many he made on on the news, and the answer was one. One. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it uh, it looks so good though, doesn't it? it does yeah, it does. Yeah, did you see when he had like
0: um, a bunch of them lined up, all in different colors, and they look like skittles? <laughs> I did not know. <laughs> but he's, yeah, he's done all, he's done a pink one, he's done a red one, he's done a green one, he's obviously got the black one, and now he's got the white one as well. Mm. This is, is a uh, awkward bugger, off <laughs> indeed. Uh, I just want right. to pet it because uh, I want a dog, but yeah. <laughs> So Antares.
1: we just thought we'd mention this to say, well done to Stu, uh, hundred units of a single pedal. Uh, you know, he's sold a lot more than hundred units overall because he's got lots of different pedals. But yeah. the of one unit, this is the first of his pedals to reach hundred units. Yeah, and, and it's so the it new,
0: the newest one as well, isn't it? So no, got is hot it Hot Coals? Of course, yeah, yeah. But that's that's barely, barely even been out. That that's been a couple of months now. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I've got one literally sat here. Isn't it? <laughs> you've got one and you forgot about it oh, this one. Ta-da! I want to see one that you've painted yeah it will It will be a derpy derpy Tengu face is what I'll do
1: <laughs> ok um, so that was a quick shout out to Stu um, and then probably, possibly the biggest news this week it's not really is it I, I suppose it, it really mixes up with the night sky the night sky and this were the biggest news this week but for me the only one that I'll be getting probably is gonna be the uh, the eventide because I think that really ticks the boxes for me.
0: Yeah. So this okay. this bit of news is uh, is it's quite exciting, isn't it? So Yeah. Uh people rave about the OC two as being like the the Mac Daddy of uh, octave pedals and they go, The the O C three, not as good. Nowhere near. Yeah, and they've responded to that with Forget Basically about for, forget about four. Four, no. We're going to skip that one and go straight to five. Do you know why? Because you can have five octaves at once. No. Uh, apparently, so I've been told, the four
1: is an unlucky number in Japan. Oh, there you go. So you don't find many fourth floors and stuff like that in buildings and so on and so forth. They so have a full floor. Obviously, just don't call it a full floor. Call it like floor Five. three, three <laughs> and <in> a bit. <laughs> yeah. Um. I wonder if they leave them empty. They probably don't. I don't know. It would be a hell of a waste. So, Possibly. Yeah. So there's a certain number, I think seven's really lucky in Japan as well, isn't it? Uh,
0: like seven is like a, a generically lucky number, isn't it? It's lucky number seven. Um. In China, it's eight, but I don't I don't know about Japan. Um okay. okay. I
1: I remember that from Final Fantasy 7 because when you had um, if your hit point counter got to seven 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 seven, your character
0: would go mental, and every hit you did got seven 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 seven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, that's uh, and just a quote. everyone knows that Final Fantasy 7 was the luckiest of all the Final Fantasies.
1: Well yeah, so. it's the biggest, the only one to have a remake
0: um apart from like all of the original ones that were re-released on the p s one yeah and they then on the release but they weren't remade were they um possibly like, remastered
1: said, like, sorry' final Fantasy seven's been re released a bunch of times i've got it on my phone <laughs> <laughs> honestly right. i've got it on my phone no, R- no
0: rather than talking about final fantasy let's get back on with the actual bloody news because we've got We've literally got this f- ominous floating octave pedal in the middle of us. And we're talking about video games from about 20 years ago.
1: Yeah, I've started playing The Witcher again. Uh, anyway, right, Okay, uh, let's have a look. So we've got <laughs> the Octave OC5. Um, yeah, so obviously everyone was kind of like, hang on a minute. What about the Wazza OC2 Wazza? If they did the OC two Wazza, they couldn't have put the extra features on because they're digital. The Wazza pedals are all analog pedals, so they would have, um, it wouldn't have had the extra features that they wanted to. And I am sure this is a discussion Boss would have had quite a lot within their own ranks. Um, and I did ask, you know, obviously it was my first question to to our contacts over at Boss, uh, and this was what they said to us. You know, um, it's a digital pedal, so we can't call it a Wazza, But also, you know, if we did a Wazer version of the OC2, it would probably be twice the price of this. So I think this is about £120, something along those lines. That's oh, a brand that's new not pedal. bad, is it? It's really not bad. The vintage mode on it, uh Joe, our friend Joe Branton over at Guitar Nerds did a an A B uh, video um with the O C two. Uh okay. Just bang on. Okay. Nice. Yeah. yeah I was talking to Matty about it as well and he's he said like the vintage mode is OC2. There's no two ways about it. It is an
0: OC2. There's no OC2 ways about it. <laughs>
1: um. So, yeah, it, it's it's as near as damn it. I want an OC2. I've been thinking about getting one for a while, so, you know, this, this would be quite nice if... um Just get one of these instead. This is like three better. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll have to pest the boss until I get my <laughs> bloody octaver. Um I've um been working on this with Tonepedia. I wasn't allowed to know about it because I, I couldn't uh, I hadn't signed the NDA for it. Um yeah, so yeah. I knew something was in the works, but no one would tell me what it was. And it was really annoying. Um until very recently. Uh and then I was just like obviously I had uh, the ability to go and try the um the pedal via the, the Tonepedia player um before yeah. anyone else, and I was just like I spent quite a lot of time playing with it. It It's really nice. So on the vintage mode, we spoke about that. On the vintage mode, you've got everything you had on the OC2. It sounds just like an OC2, except for one thing. It has a one plus octave up. So you've got your two octaves down, but you've got an octave up on it as well.
0: Did the the OC2 not have that? No, just two down.
1: Then you've got poly mode. So on the poly mode, when you switch it over to poly mode, you lose your second low octave.
0: Yeah, and it says what yeah range. It? So I'm assuming that's, of course, it is because the the poly's got a little box around it, and the range has got a little box around it. Boss, it. you you know what you are doing. That's it. The OC three
1: was similar, but a lot more complicated. Um, it had a, a the, the fourth knob, did lots of different things, uh, and on here it just those two different things. You also had drive, you had like a fuzz on the OC3 as well. It's like, what are you doing? You could put an octaver on a fuzz pedal, but you can't put a fuzz pedal on an octave. Apparently, you can. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um, so, there was a really cool feature on the OC3, which I really liked. What it would do is it would you could dial in where the octave effect started on your guitar. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so if you wanted um, to... Because if you turn it all the way up, it'll be completely polyphonic. You play a G chord and everything will ring out to the up and down octaves that you've dialed in. Oh, that sounds horrible, I'll bet. Tell you what, mate. Tracking is bang on on this. I've never heard tracking as good. Never, ever, ever. Have I heard tracking as good as on this? It's amazing.
0: Anyway. The um <laughs> You just sounded like Donald Trump then. <laughs> <laughs> the best tracking.
1: Canada has taken our milk. China has taken our milk.
0: <laughs> Lee Lee's um, not going mental there. Um it was something he shared on Facebook just earlier. But that's that's what reminded me of the fact that that is the exact way that Donald Trump addresses people, isn't it? This is the best octaves, the best octaves around.
1: Uh, we could go the other way, can we? Marks and Spencers don't make octavers, but if they did, it'd be just like this. Yeah,
0: you're you're doing Carlsberg there. Yes,
1: I am. On, I yeah. I was just thinking about playing albatross as well, and that wouldn't fit. Who's anyway, he? Right. Okay. So um. Yeah, what have we got? Yeah, if you dial it in uh, about halfway or or less, what you're going to do is, let's say on strings, you're only going to have the octave effect on on the two lower strings, so on the low E and the low A, or whatever you've tuned it into. Rubir did a a video on this, and it worked really, really well on down tuned guitars. He had a a drop-C guitar, like I've got over here, and um, that will work really, really nicely.
0: i were not in tune at all. (laughs) <laughs> sounded, no,
1: probably not. The fucking thing.
0: Sounded sure. like the uh the opening cut to Hard Days Night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. funny you should say that. I was messing around with that the other day. Um,
1: yeah. So this uh this is gonna be one of the best octavers on the market. The the OC three just wasn't
0: wasn't up to. Yeah, it didn't, didn't cut the mustard. But the uh the two was where it's at
1: the two the two was you know what everyone wants i i t- i don't know what went wrong with some of them um some of those free series um boss pedals it's just like they I, they didn't kind of live up to the the originals um but they've they've obviously pulled it out of the bag over the last like few years and and they're just amazing again now,
0: yeah, i mean they are uh... They do seem to be on top of uh, on top of their game, don't they?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, when people saw OC five, they were like, "Oh, hey, hey, yeah, it doesn't have Wazer on it. Not interested." But uh, I can assure you, this is blinding. It's absolutely blinding. So yeah, yeah, get in there and um, try it. And, it. and it costs next to nothing. Consider it an OC two Wazer because basically that's what
0: it is. It's just not analog. Yeah, yeah. Because it's got the poly modes. Mm. So that sounds like a good place to wrap it up for this week, doesn't it? We're at the hour so mark. So. Good one. And th- this sounds like a good place for you to to take off that OC five picture and start a scrolling uh, scrolling series of text. Click click I don't know what you're talking click about. click click click. Coming on. Here we go. Hey, these are our Patreon backers. These are the people. Oh, you've stopped it! Damn you! <laughs> uh, so, our Patreon backers, Uh as little as two dollars a month. You go to uh, Patreon.com/slash/FretTalk, and you can be one of these people. And the 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 little scrolling marquee has gone already. I I can't name you again. Here we go. He's done it again. I'm pretty sure. Right. Let's see if we're ready. Right. Adam Yeomans, shift Turn effects. Andrew Bimson. Doug Christ of Thirty Seven Effects, Joseph Richardson of Abstractium Band, huge Direction of My Pants, uh, Ben Fletcher of Fletcher Pickups, and Brian Gower of the uh, Tone Jerks Podcast. Woo yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I think I think uh, I think that might have broken Lee. Um,
1: <laughs> you got me though. <laughs> UG Direction of my pants. <laughs>
0: um, so <laughs> yeah, if, if you great. want to find me online, um, who like who wouldn't? With how how crazy I've been tonight. Um it is uh, Facebook.com, Instagram.com, uh, youtube.com, youtube dot com uh, uh, so slash fret slash fret talk slash budget pedal chap. And YouTube is the home of the no talk all tone series and the pickpocket series as of uh tomorrow or last Monday, depending on if you're listening to it as a cast. Um we've got some stuff coming out for pedal balls of doom as well, haven't we, Lee? Haven't yep. we? Um, po- like possibly possibly a really cool video uh, coming out so and we also do
1: the news every week as well don't
0: we we do yeah oh this week's news you just it absolutely blew up didn't it
1: yeah yeah it's it's doing well um and basically you've just had a very elaborate version of it
0: that's it <laughs> here right now yeah yeah Is so it-
1: it's it's what a week what a week it's been for gear man
0: it's been it's been an absolute drought, and then everything happens within a week, like a monsoon. Mm. Monsoon I there's a of new Shit
1: ton of stuff we've missed.
0: Oh no, days Yeah, I mean the um, BellaPoc, not the BellaPoc. Is it the uh, EPoc? Um, Catlin breads the EP, uh, the preamp.
1: Yeah, let's give that a shout out next time because um that was um, quite cool. I was talking to the guys over at Catlinbrad and, and um yeah that they, they um they were telling me a bit more about it so we might have a little bit more information on it since we did the news. Wit woo. Yeah, man. Uh, it's, it's very cool. Can I get can I um say to people, look, if you do fancy the O C five and you want to try it out, you can go and try it out over on um Timepedia. I'll show you a quick picture of the player.
0: Yeah, I so, think I think I might be doing that after this cast's over.
1: Yeah, um, there's a bass player on there as well. So if you go into the bass world, you can try it out on the bass if you want to. But on here, you can try it on guitar and acoustic and hear how it works. Okay. One of the really cool things, and I said this in the in the news video, and I'll say it again here, was what you can see on there is down the bottom, if you click, you can see the different playing styles. If you go down to Walking Jazz you get the option to try out the range demo. Uh, so the range um, yeah. feature Mode, of yeah. the pedal, so you can hear how it... You've got like a dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-ching-ching, ching, like yeah. that. Yeah. And as you turn the range up, uh, the ching-ching starts to become octaved, and as you turn it down, it, it doesn't, and only the lower notes are octaved. So cool. very, very, very good. Um,
0: yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'm definitely gonna be gonna be trying that because um, I'm I am octave curious. <laughs>
1: I'm I'm a big advocate of Timepedia, not just because
0: I work with the guys, but <laughs> because they I, pay me to.
1: <laughs> I, I work with them because I'm a big advocate of them. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, I fell in love with that since I. It was the Metal Zone that we spoke about earlier. That's what made me fall in love with it. I was just like this. Is how I want every pedal to be presented to me, <laughs> so I can play with it.
0: Oh, I mean, it's absolutely ideal at a time like now, where like going to a guitar shops is a hassle. Uh, so it's just like yeah, and and would it's you, it. It's cool. You could want to touch another bit of gear that someone else has had their hands over at the moment. It it depends. It really does depend. But like uh, yeah, it's it's easier to not go to a guitar shop than it is to kind of try and justify it at the moment um and there are people who live in really remote locations that can't get to a guitar shop or can only get to one in very very uh specific circumstances yeah so it's it's ideal
1: i didn't mean for this become a sales pitch for tom i do apologize i just wanted to you know stay i don't want people thinking oh yeah he's being a a corporate guy and all these sort of things I, f- I fucking love it I think it's amazing yeah yeah you do legitimately Although
0: you have derailed the end of my podcast oh. apologies mate that's, <laughs> that's generally what I do isn't it it is it's your it is your go to move well right, let's wrap it up then so from myself Mr Budget Pedal Chap that's me way from Mr Lee that's Lee say bye Lee bye bye it will be a tatty bye and good night for this week Good on it. See you later.
1: Bye. Bye. Working in a mirror factory is something
0: I can totally see myself doing. Uh-huh. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you know what? I'm happy with that. I'm happy with it. Right, let's stop the recording. Go for it.